Oh yeah, did you see that uh that article about Seth Rogen getting high and live tweeting cats? I didn't well I saw it, but I didn't read it. It was amazing. <laughs> That's funny. I realize you're a Seth Rogen fan. I I like the dude. I haven't seen a lot of his movies though. Um, he was, did he do uh the animated food movie? Was he the person for that? The Food Fight? Yeah. Or I don't even remember. The Sausage Party, was it? Maybe? Yeah, I think it was Sausage Party. Okay. Now I'm looking up Sausage Party. <laughs> oh, God, don't look that up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, he played Frank the Hot Dog. Or the Sausage. I think he also, like, directed it, too, or something. Yeah, or he produced. must have been, like, a producer or something. Of course he would. Make some weird stuff. I think the only Seth Rogen movie I've actually seen was um, uh, Neighbors. Okay. I can't remember which one. I can't remember if that's the actual name of it or. But it was about like you know there was like a really annoying neighbor next door, and I think it was like Jake Gyllenhaal was the other guy. I, I honestly don't remember. <laughs> oh, that wasn't it. That that's not the one with Shia LaBeouf. Maybe it was Shia LaBeouf. I don't know. Cause I remember Shia, like the neighbors like really like. Is it being like a murderer or something like that? I don't think Maybe so. I, I might be thinking of something else. Oh yeah, I spell it with a U. Neighbors, because that's the way you're supposed uh, to sell it. Spell it. Yeah, no, it's a different one. It's a comedy. Yeah, Seth Rogen. Zach Efron. Zach Efron, that's who it was. They, they're all the same to me. Pretty boys. Pretty Hollywood boys. Greetings, Guardians, and welcome to the Voices of Vanguard. Today I have with me Sully from Sully Games. Say hello, Sully. Hello, Guardians. And today we have with you topics of trials. <laughs> These are words that I am saying to make some kind of sentence. Uh, thinking that we had a guess, I'm guessing? No, no guests. I guess, yeah, I didn't even... I completely forgot to add trials to this topic. <laughs> oh, so I guess trials was a huge hit, huh? Uh, I, mean, I enjoyed it, Yeah, okay. to be honest. I mean, I know you did it, in a way. I have a love-hate relationship with that fucking thing. <laughs> it's not even love, it's like a like-hate. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> You and I are, we're both not very competitive, like, PvP players, like, obviously, like, we don't want to be, like, god-awful, like, I think we're, like, just competitive, like, in trying to find ways to, like, improve ourselves, but we're not, like, hardcore, the hardcore of people, and that's what we ran into, I think, this weekend. I've been saying, like, throughout that entire weekend, I kept saying that, one, I think it's going to get easier. As time goes on. I don't think for PC, man. I think PC is going to be the sweat fest. And then the consoles are going to be the the easier version. Because Zaddy told us, like, he went flawless on console. And, like, there was such a night and day difference. They went 8-0, apparently. No, and I agree with you on that. I don't necessarily, when I say, like, when it gets easier, like, I don't necessarily think, like, I'll go flawless. But I think we'll have, because we didn't even get the three wins. I think we'll you got see... the three wins. I didn't get the three wins. I didn't get three wins. I could have sworn you and someone else. Nope. And Ninja I never got three. I never got three wins. Oh. oh. So, but I mean, I also was my power level wasn't very high, and we kept running into a lot of a thousands, and like just below a thousand. And I don't know what like the damage drop off and like terms of stuff but like i could definitely notice a difference when i would play against a thousand because it was basically i wasn't doing anything to him and he was just wrecking me which is fine um which kind of i guess makes me think at times like maybe trial shouldn't have uh power advantages but i still think it should have power advantages We'll see throughout, like, the season on how Trials does in 
terms of like power mattering i guess but personally i think once like the time goes on i do think like there obviously will be a sweat fest i mean pc uh wait up start playing um what was i saying uh i think we'll do better on pc and trials i think eventually we'll get consistently be able to get the three wins it may not be this week and it may not be the week after but i think the more that we play it we'll get it in my opinion I don't know, man. This it the whole experience just pissed me off because you need to get three wins in order to turn your tokens. Getting three wins is impossible for me. Well, not I'm not gonna. Okay, well, it's fucking hard, man. Like I went to so many times and then got the four losses and had to reset so many times. I spent easily over ten to fifteen hours, maybe even twenty hours, trying to do it, and it was still really hard to get it on PC. Everyone is just running Hard Light, Revoker, yeah, uh, Beloved, um, and Spare Rations. Like, it's it's tough there's out always there, There's always going to be a, a meta, but I will say with, like, I mean, even I was using Hard Light, but, like, the issue with Hard Light right now is the Ricochet Rounds. Yeah, because like, people just spam that around the corner, and, like, that thing, the Ricochet goes on forever. Like, it bounces so many times. It's ridiculous. So... I don't know on necessarily, like, I mean, I think probably nerfing the Ricochet rounds is probably going to be their best bet. Um, I don't know how they would do that. Maybe cut it in half or something like that. I don't know like, what their process or thought there's, process is. There's on. a couple of things they can look into, like limiting the amount of Ricochets it does or, um, like, damage fall off as well. Yeah. Um, I think that's what makes that... Well, I guess what really makes that gun exotic, it kind of has all elements, ricochet, and then, yeah, it has no uh, range fall-off, which is kind of nice for an AR. Yeah, there's a few things they can look into it for, for sure. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's it's a problem. Like, you, I think you can counteract that, but it makes, um, it makes for people being able to just spam a hallway and then have the other guys, like, flank around or... Uh, catch catch you trying to flank them while they're spamming, so it's it's I mean, tough o- out there. Yeah, overall though, I thought I mean I definitely enjoyed trials, and I think the challenge is nice. I'm excited to get some more in. Maybe this weekend I might spend this weekend just grinding power and just doing stuff and staying <laughs> inside. <laughs> yeah, for real. Uh... <laughs> Um, what else do I want to say? Yeah, so, like, I, this is my first time playing Trials, and I like the game mode quite a bit, um, because it makes every, like, kill and death matter, and it adds stakes to PvP in a way that Glory doesn't. Yeah, I think, honestly, uh, at this point, I almost wish they would just get rid of Glory, in my opinion, and, because right now, I don't know, is Elimination even, like, it is. It's next to control. Is it always active? Yeah, it's next to control. Okay, then yeah, I guess never mind. I guess you can keep glory, but honestly, I think uh, maybe change glory to elimination. I don't know, but because on Mo- or Friday through Monday, nobody's going to touch comp, which would be actually really smart if you're out there and you're chasing Luna's Howl are not forgotten or any other maybe pinnacle that you're chasing and you need glory points because everybody is going to be playing trials yeah all the sweat lords are going to be in there yeah Yeah. like comp is completely pointless any type of competitive pvp player out there like why waste your time in comp just go play trials if you're really good and like because you're gonna have a lot of the trial carries out um stuff so it would be a good time to go in there and knock out some comp yep yep for sure um yeah uh one thing i was gonna say is uh if you're like me and you're terrible at trials um but you still like want to eventually try and get the three wins just hoard the bounties 
like go in there and try and like if you can't get the three during that that weekend span, just keep your bounties. Don't cash them in. Oh yeah, because they don't expire. So. And I think honestly, I think because like even Zaddy brought it up a bunch of times. Like it isn't necessarily like trials is a lot of like just teamwork and being comfortable playing that game mode because that game mode is so different compared to what we have one it's threes once you die like you're dead like you have to be risen and it just it plays so much different so like i always i think a lot of my free time if i'm not just doing other random stuff i will probably spend playing elimination to get better with it because i Personally, I've said it, like, you know, last week, I'm just not comfortable in that game mode. Like, not that I ever think my abilities as a PvP player is going to be able to get to flawless, but I do think I do have, like, potential to be consistently solid in Trials. And it's just, you and I just have to get more comfortable playing Elimination. That's what it comes down to, I think. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, We'll see how, how I feel about it in the future. But I've quit trials like five or six times during the weekend. Just like what fuck you, this, I'll never play at? this. Um, oh, I'm, I'm at like a thousand ten now or something. Okay. Um, yeah, like I've quit so many times. I was like, fuck this, I'll never play this again. Fuck trials. Hashtag fuck trials. And I still want to get it and get the three wins. Oh. Yep. Uh, you want the gear? You want the loot? I hate myself so much. I hate myself. Uh. Anyways, um, have you been doing anything else, by the way? Uh, I mean, other than I didn't play Tuesday and I got on fairly late Wednesday because it is absolutely chaos right now where I live. Um, but I was just working on the Four Horsemen questline. Um, overall, like, I, I haven't finished it yet. I need to do... I think a little bit more on the EDZ, and I believe after the EDZ is the Lost Sector, I believe. The Legendary yeah. Lost Sector. Yeah. I'll have the weapon. Um, I'm assuming it's probably very... Have you gotten it? Yep. Yeah, I got it first day. Uh, I'm probably guessing it's very similar to um, how it was in D1. Like, it's probably just kind of, eh. Like, it's... Like, it's, like, really good, I guess, in terms of, like, knocking out majors really quick, but you have to be yep. right on top of them, and that's kind of how it was in D1, but Pretty I feel much, like there's just yeah. other weapons to use. So, yep. I was just like, oh, four horsemen's available, like, hell yeah. Like, I was just kind of like, all right, well, I guess it's cool to see it back, but... <laughs> Ever. But I, I did actually really like uh, Zavala's office. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, that was pretty cool. You got oh. to play with the the, the physics, physics balls on his desk. I don't even know what they're called. Yep. Newton balls? I don't know. Yeah, Newton balls, I believe. Yeah. But I thought that was kind of cool, and it was kind of like interesting to kind of see like more of like... He's got a ramen shop, or a ramen vending machine in, in the back. Yeah, <laughs> I guess, would it be more of like a not even really a personality just I guess more of like I guess a realism I guess maybe to see like some of our vanguard captains have like offices and stuff it's like a slice like, of life you get to see what they yeah. kind of look like yeah so I was just like that. this is kind of cool but like other than that I'm just kind of like quest lines kind of just wow. it's, yeah wow. it's it's pretty it's pretty uh I'll say bad, fuck it. I'll say it's pretty bad. It's just go around and do a whole bunch of public events. And then yeah. do a Lost Sector. <laughs> it's not good. Um, it's pretty underwhelming, honestly. Um, yeah, it is. Because, like, even, like, with Devil Ruins, like, it was super, like, short. But, like, you had the dialogue in it, which was, yep. like, really cool. Yep. Um, where there really isn't much here other than, like... His office. But... I mean, it's still, like, whatever. I mean, I have brought up multiple times in the past on how much 
I dislike exotic quest lines. Like, I just feel like there's too many of them, in my opinion. But I guess right now, how they're doing their content releases, I feel like probably exotic quest lines are probably the best since we're seeing a seasonal uh, content release instead of like how they used to do in the past with like DLC releases. So mm -hmm. maybe that's probably the best option instead of having RNG. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. The way they're doing the content recently with the seasonal stuff, it's a way for them to have content to advertise without doing a whole, mu whole lot. Um, because honestly, like, how how did someone come up with that quest line? Was it it was just like, all right, we got fourth horseman is going to be the prize, but what do we do to get them to do it? Uh, let them go to Mars and kill a bunch of cabal and do a bunch of public events. All right, what after that? Do it on EVZ. <laughs> it's like I mean, it, it it ties into like their seasonal stuff because it's you know killing cabal. It's doing stuff with Rasputin at the bunkers. But it's so, just like, underwhelming. It's just underwhelming. It though. is. Yeah. It is. But, I mean, we'll get kind of, I think, we do have a, a question on this kind of topic, and we'll get into, like, I'll definitely get into more details um, with it. But, yeah, I just, I, I think these quest lines either, they need to have some type of, like, purpose is in terms with, like, um, Devil's Ruin, where there's really cool dialogue and really cool lore with it. Or you need to make it kind of like challenging in a way, but not like super grindy or like, let me just, you know, kill a bunch of just cabal and do public events. Like, okay, complete, hit like a certain score maybe in a nightfall or complete, I don't know, just make it a little bit more challenging instead of just let me mindlessly go and kill ball i mean it was kind of cool because i got to farm escalation protocol for a little bit i guess yeah but other than that like yeah i was just kind of like kind of yep yep um i have the gun and yeah as you said before it's really good against majors just going up and blasting them um it's good against champions to a degree uh if you're playing solo um, okay. I was doing uh, a legendary lost sector solo today, and <laughs> going up and blasting a champion, he still had like a th a third of his health left after I blasted him with it. Uh, and I still had to do damage until I could do a finisher on him, so <laughs> I couldn't really kill him with it. Uh, yeah, it's it's okay, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's how it was back in D one. I can't imagine using it in a in a raid or anything. It was fairly good back in Crota's end at the uh, uh, the witches. Like you were just going because there was like kill everything and you go off and split off to the sides and like you could just pop and kill the, like, witches real quick, and then... We should try and do a Riven off. Cheese with four horsemen and see how that works. Probably not very good. <laughs> Probably not very good. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we can try. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we can try, but yeah, probably not very good. Uh, anyways, let's move on to the next topic we have. And you put this in here. Uh, Daily Bunker is annoying. Yeah. It just personally, do you like really see a, a purpose of this like every single day? Well, I'll tell you what, Sully. There's upgrades where you don't have to do it every single day. Oh well, <laughs> maybe I need to get that upgrade. But like, even still, like, why have that isn't even an option? You know, like it was just how? how okay, I want to know from a lore perspective. How did the fallen get back in? Well, I mean, how do we have to keep killing every single raid boss over and over again, other than Callus, which made sense? Well, yeah, okay, yeah, I give it to you. I give that to you, uh, and also, oh, yeah. um, Riven. Yeah, 
but no, it seems like uh, it breaks the lore too much for me. Like it's still, because you have to do the the bunker clear out in order to do anything after uh, anything else regarding that. So like getting it, like make doing upgrades or doing the legendary yeah. lost sector. So it still breaks the lore for me in that perspective. But so yeah, I was just like because I hopped on right before the podcast and was just doing some stuff and like went down there and like picked up my bounties and I was just like. Like, why is this even a thing? Just, like, yeah. daily. Like, why? Yeah, just have it be once. Call it a day, in my opinion. Yeah, there's a there's an upgrade that you get eventually later on where you only need to do it once a week, and it's not really an upgrade. It's more of a thing that you buy at Rasputin. Like, you do the bunker clear out, and then you go to Rasputin, and there's a thing that says, uh. You turn the online defenses, or you turn the defenses online. You don't have to clear up the bunker for the rest of the week. So, yeah, even still, like that's yeah. just kind of like <laughs> it should have been once clear out the fallen. Boom, you're done. Like, and I, I have no problem with the legendary lost sectors. You know, rotating like, that's like fun. that's super cool. Like, yeah. but like, why is this daily bunker? I think, like, it should have been just once and then done. Like, maybe make it, like, if you wanted to, make it maybe a little bit challenging, I guess. But even still, like, if you go on there solo, it's kind of a pain in the butt when you, like, first start out anyways. But, yeah, I was just kind of like, why is this a thing? Like, I just feel like it should have just been once. And as you said, it kind of reward purpose like does it really make sense when why they keep being back in and yeah. he even has bodyguards yeah he has, like robots down there like bro like fire them <laughs> they're not doing their job like sweeper bot could do that for sure <laughs> <laughs> like yeah yeah i i agree it's it's yeah it was just oh. kind of like one of those things i just kind of like hopped on and i was just like what, why is this, why is this a thing? Just, I guess, my personal take. Yeah, uh, it doesn't annoy me too much because it's like, it takes like a minute to do, so. Well, if that's a minute, I could be practicing some uh, elimination. <laughs> there you go. Alright, uh, so 12 is up. It is, it is. So let's start off with the first paragraph. Uh, this week at Bungie, the fourth horseman rides again. Some of you may have heard the legend of the fourth horseman. Uh, weapons so powerful, spider tanks run from it in fear. Uh, an enemy foolish enough to come within range, ripped apart within seconds by the arc pellets. Uh, imitation of Zavala, you can get your hands on the gun. Uh... Let's say you want to strike fear in the hearts of the Cabal, but feel this already ridiculous weapon needs a little something extra. Keep your eyes peeled for its catalyst by continuing to upgrade Rasputin through the Seraph's public events or clear legendary lost sectors of the darkness found within. So there you go. That's how you get your catalyst. Uh, no catalyst. Which actually, so again, another 12. Something I've been uh, doing weekly a dose of Bungie and Destiny yeah. 2 news. We got some exciting news on a new Twitch extension. An update from Fungi Foundation and more. Well, there isn't a cat picture hidden within the article. I still expect you to read every single word. Uh, an extension of your hand within our with weekend two <clears throat> of Trials of Osiris on rapid approach. We're expected to announce our first Bungie developed Twitch extension, bridging the gap between streamer and viewer. You can now quickly glance at the current state of the streamer's perks, passage. Weapons, armor, perks, mods, catalysts, and more. Uh, we're also launching the first Twitch weekly bounty. After each match, you'll have time to react to a clutch play or heartbreaking loss with some Destiny-themed emotes and earn some progress towards the unique bounty. Upon completion, players will be rewarded with Glimmer, XP, and trial tokens within Destiny 2. Yeah, I was reading this earlier, and I was just like, okay, this is actually really cool. <laughs> Um, mm -hmm. I really like, not really like, I really love when developers, uh, make these type of things for 
content creators because I think it's honestly so smart because content creators are basically other than I mean obviously if they do an ad or a sponsor stream but are basically free uh, marketing um, so I really love when they do this and I think this will make for a better like viewing experience if you're watching a uh, trial streamer I, I do really think this is a cool idea so I hope we see more of this in the future with Destiny and other types of like maybe just normal PvP or hopefully some raid type stuff mm -hmm. and hopefully we see other platforms also start to get extensions other than Twitch yeah uh, yeah they did say that they're planning to expand the extension to apply to other Destiny 2 activities um, so yeah oh, there it is um. Yeah, I was gonna say we get asked sometimes, like, do we stream on Twitch or Mixer or any other streaming platforms? And this is another reason for people to stream on Twitch. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I completely agree. Like, I don't know if Mixer has. Um... No, they don't. <clears throat> they have like I think few things, but nothing like too crazy. And I think that's like one of their biggest fallbacks because like not that necessarily like these extensions are like freaking huge game changers are gonna just like well this extinction is only on this platform so i'm only gonna you know whatever right but i do think it does help make, it's a nice like bonus it is i think it makes the viewing experience better because uh, I believe, I can't remember what it was, but Borderlands 3 did something really cool for Twitch extension. Like, I think, like, chat could, like, it was basically kind of similar like that, and, they, like, they could, like, predetermine some of the loot that the uh, content creator was going to get while playing, and I believe really? that they could drop, yeah, they could drop a, uh, like, an enemy on a content creator at any time. That's fun. I can't. I can't remember what it was. I need to go because I remember they announced that live at GCX last year, mm. or actually Guardian Con, mm -hmm. and I was like, "Oh, this is really cool and really smart." Mm -hmm. On uh, Gearbox's uh, development team. Yeah, yeah, that sounds really cool. Um. It was so fun seeing, uh, like, there have been games, like, in the past that I've played on this channel, um, where my viewers would be able to, like, put enemies, like, in the next room for me to, like, kill, um, yeah. and that was, like, fun experimental stuff. Now, like, seeing the big companies do it, it it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's really cool, because I think it just adds just more interaction between the content creator <coughs> and the viewers, which is always a good thing, which could add some really good entertainment really good content and there's a reason for viewers to engage mm -hmm. with the content creator so all right so with the return of trials of osiris players have a fresh opportunity to put some new accomplishments on display you may have seen a few guardians in the wild flaunting stat trackers with their flawless passage count or the number of guardians they've defeated by using specific emblems granted from the flawless chest Players can earn unique stats as they complete more passages within the activity. We also introduced a way for Guardians to identify themselves as Light Makers or Light Breakers. Uh, light Makers with the Light for the Lost the Emblem Equipped help Guardians to their first ever Flawless Passage. You can be identified with the White Gloves on your Flawless Armor. Light Breakers uh, with the Flawless Empyrean uh, Emblem Equipped reach 7 wins on a passage and then continue winning matches. Uh, you can be identified by the red glows on your flawless armor. Uh, we've seen many of you taking on these roles in the wild already and are excited to see how high you climb in the stat charts. Please note, in order to, for the emblems to track their associated stats correctly, players must have the emblem equipped when completing their respective requirements. We'll be highlighting some of the greatest light makers and light breakers among you in future articles. Um... Smelting Iron, uh, Iron Banner. So once again, Lord Saladin calls oh. upon Guardians to test the strength of their Iron. While power-enabled combat is no longer exclusive to the Iron Banner, this is your 6v6 Battleground. 
As announced earlier today, artifact power will be disabled in Iron Banner. Uh, don't worry though, you'll still have the opportunity to put your pinnacle power on display. Uh, this season, Saladin is also offering a pursuit weapon as reward for completing the Smelting Light quest. You'll be challenged to capture zones, defeat opponents with a collection of weapons on your journey to earning the point of the stag. Uh, Iron Remembrance armor sets also make the return up to, up to armor 2.0 standards. You'll have the opportunity to earn some <laughs> inical power rewards. <laughs> By completing weekly bounties. Additionally, Iron Banner armor pieces have chances for higher stat rolls from bounties, winner packages, and post-game drops. Iron Banner begins at 10 a.m. Pacific on March 24th, running until March 31st. Um, I do like that armor, though. Uh, I like the gator, but... It's, it's old armor, so I'm not really all that excited about it. No, but... I think it's fine. Like it's not at least the same freaking armor that we've been getting. It's the same over armor. And over. Well, it is, but like. <laughs> yeah, I don't have anything to say about it. It's Iron Banner. Yeah. Um, I actually like Iron Banner. I'm not bad at it, so that's why I like it. Uh, I, I'm more thriving in the six v six setting. Uh, all right. So, Bungie Foundation update. Over the last few months, we've had a few initiatives from Bungie Foundation to help those in need. This week, we'd like to share some insight on our efforts to help the COVID-19 pandemic and provide an update on Guardians for Australia uh, Foundation. With so much going on around the world right now, we, we know it can be anxiety-provoking, confusing, and stressful. Because of that, it is more important than ever to lift each other up and put the well-being of others, especially those who are in need, before ourselves. It has been encouraging to see communities join together in solidarity to keep themselves and others safe and healthy. As a company located in the Epic Center of the U.S. outbreak here in Washington State, we believe it is important to help our local community through its, through the crisis. Bungie is grateful to partner with Boys and Girls Club of uh, Bellevue, which is doing life-saving work for our local families. While all local schools remain closed through the end of April, the, the BGCB is committed to keeping as many of their facilities open as possible to care for children so that parents must continue to work or are able to do so. In addition, they are feeding, the, feeding and providing necessary supplies for families in crisis. Uh, Bungie is providing a $160,000 grant that will enable the BGCB to operate four sites across Bellevue region through the end of April in order to care for our community's most valuable low-income and homeless families. Uh, this care will allow more families to continue earning income and paying their rent while keeping their families fed and healthy and will help to minimize long-term repercussions from this crisis. Uh, while many of us live in areas that have been encouraged to practice social distancing, there are always ways <laughs> to help your fellow neighbor uh, and then they provide, like, support your local small businesses. Yes, please. Uh, yeah, especially now, like... <laughs> more this, than now. Yeah, this is the more, like, serious part, I guess, of the show. But, um, yeah, as small businesses are going to take a hit because of this outbreak. And it's going to be tough for them. Uh, support family-owned restaurants. Uh... By ordering takeout, uh, support nonprofits. Uh, many major fundraising activities have been canceled or postponed. Uh, if you plan to donate to an organization this year, please consider doing it now rather than later. Uh, support families in your community. So, for food banks, United Way, Boys and Girls Club, and donate blood. Since the outbreak, there has been a drastic drop in blood donations nationwide. Uh, so those are some things that you can do to like help your community. Um, I'm just going to try and read through some of this. Uh, so Guardians for Australia t-shirt campaign raised a million USD to support those impacted by the Australian bushfires. Uh, 75,000 shirts were sold. 
And I'd like to take this opportunity to give special thanks to our partners, Sunrise Identity, PMC Fulfillment, Pacific Sportswear, Brand Access for their support to maximize donations to the organizations. Uh, and that's it for the charity part of the show. Yep. That was really awesome to see them do $160,000 donation. Yeah, very cool. There. <clears throat> local area i believe it sounds like so mm-hmm. that's really cool especially i do know a lot of places i mean they're fortunate enough to be able to like i guess work from home and yeah. unfortunately some people do have to go to work and with schools being closed stuff so, i mean obviously there's not gonna get political but it is really cool to see them no, so even like grandparents community. like you don't want to give your kids to the grandparents in case they might be a carrier you know <laughs> Yep. So, so yeah. that's really cool to see see that and obviously when some of their topics that they mentioned yes definitely support local small businesses because obviously there is talks of grants possibility of passing through but a lot of those small local businesses not receive the amount that they need to kind of keep their doors open so hopefully everything can get worked out and a lot of these restaurants and businesses can Get back to operating on a regular basis here sooner than later. And now on to the bugs. Uh, bugs? No. <laughs> no, not, not Destiny. Uh, yeah, I'm not getting bugs. I'm getting beavers for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, you live in Canada. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, let's talk about it. Uh... So let's talk uh, first about the Flawless season. So there's questions whether uh, the Flawless title was only for this season or future seasons. It's for future seasons. Well, I, dude, I would hope so. Yeah, oh, I know. Can you imagine if that was season-based? Oh, Yeah, that would be I don't right. think I'm ever going to get that title to begin with. So it doesn't matter if it's only season, season or future. But I can't even believe... I, I guess I can't believe that. Why is that a question? But like... Yeah, I figured that was meant to be here on out. Yeah. Uh, so if you don't complete the triumphs in Season of the Worthy, uh, there'll be a new set of triumphs to accommodate the, uh, I guess, like the maps and uh, whatever else part of uh, going flawless requires okay. in uh, the next season. Uh, so known issues, uh, ornaments for Dune Marchers, Raiden Flux, Crown of Tempest, not appearing on your one versions, uh, Raju's Harness, exotic chest piece allows for infinite whirlwind guard usage, uh, that is able to be exotic until a fix can be deployed at a later date. That sucks, like, your new exotic, and you have to, like, disable it the first couple days, it's silly. It's nuts. Uh, they're investigating an increase in anteater, beetle, and beaver error codes. Uh, so we'll learn, learn more about that in the future. We don't have anteaters here. All right. We got beavers. We have beetles and beavers. Uh, only the character who unlocked the EDC bunker can use the PDS upgrade to clear the bunker. Other characters will receive an error. Uh, the Warden Servitor in Warden of Nothing is not counting as a fallen boss for strike bounties. Uh, we're investigating crash, crash issues according to Gambit for players on PS4 and Steam. Uh, the crash issue was that when someone leveled up, it would crash the game. Or end the game. <laughs> so, that's a pretty big bug. Um... One thing that we encountered a lot was disconnects, like, beaver issues. Um, yeah, that was the big thing. During, during trials, and and so uh, we'd be, like, 2v3 throughout some of the matches. And so it was just unfair. Sometimes it went in our favor, and sometimes it didn't. But The one that pissed me off the most, I got beaver on the last round that we had. It was 4-4. And I took out a guy, I got killed, and then I got beavered. And the and Ninja and uh, I can't remember who the other Zaddy. person was. Probably not Zaddy. I think it was when we were not playing with Zaddy. I think it was um, maybe JD or something. But they actually won the round, and they won. 
That counted as a loss for me. I didn't get the check. Oh, <laughs> so pissed. But actually, I will say we, since we've kind of talked about connection based right now with trials, other than like obviously like just a few. Oh damn, that's really loud. Uh, the few like disconnects. Hopefully, you hear yourself again. Um, I really didn't hear any talks on Twitter about cheaters trials. So whatever they did with their new like networking settings seemed to work really well. Yeah, I didn't see anyone posting about cheaters, but people are really good at sniping. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome to trials, Kane. Fuck, dude. Welcome to trials, but so I guess GG to Bungie on that, and doing a good job getting the uh, cheaters out of trials. I, I do think there was some, but it wasn't what I think people were expecting to see. Because I mean, I saw some nightmares of videos of people in comp and crucible, but. I don't seem to be fairly good week one, so hopefully that stays active. Yeah. Uh, they said next week they're going to go back into the PvE love. Uh, you'll see a chance for the MO or yeah, MOTW emblem. Uh, yeah, I guess that's an emblem for creators, for people. Uh... They said they've been remote, working remotely from home for two weeks now. Uh, Seems like it's been longer, but... Yeah, I feel like it just started, honestly. <laughs> it's like, it's both long and short. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and the rest is just like, uh, COVID-19 stuff, so... Uh, I think we'll move on into questions, then. I believe we only had one question, but it's actually we have two now. Oh, just just one, just one from JD. One. So JD uh, asks: Is Bungie struggling to push out quality content with the assistance of Vicarious Vision and High Moon Studio? Um, so I know we've kind of touched on this a few times, I think, but we haven't like really, I guess, like really dug in deep. Um. But I think it's kind of obvious. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you're probably thinking, I mean, when you lose two studios, and I'm not—I don't think those two studios are absolutely enormous. I think Vicarious but, Visions helped out the most. Yeah, they did. They did a lot of the optimizing for PC, and you can definitely tell that. Didn't they also do Scourge or no? They might have. I know they did uh, Warmind DLC. But, I mean, they were still there. They did a lot of the PC for Destiny. And you figure between those two studios, I'm probably thinking on a low end, you're probably thinking they lost probably, what, 100, 150 employees? Yeah, that's like a, like a sixth of their studio, pretty much. So... Obviously, I do think, not. I'm not trying to make excuses for Bungie with in terms of necessarily the content they're putting out. I think they need to change the style of content they're putting out. Um, yeah, we talked but, about that quite a bit, how to go back to yeah. expansion packs instead yes. of seasons. Because if you think, if you would combine, because technically this is realistically we've our second season that we've paid for. Season of, of the Undying came with Shadowkeep. So if you had combined the content that they've put in in terms of work hours with uh, Season of the Worthy and what was last season? I, I was thinking it over my head. I couldn't remember. Season of the Worthy and... Season of the Dawn. Yeah, Season of the Dawn. Like... If they would have thrown both of those kind of together and made it into a DLC, I feel like there's definitely potential there. I think if they would go back to their old 
uh, model of having a anywhere from a PTK to slash Forsaken size expansion, or like a Rise of Iron Shadow Keep size, and then have two DLCs kind of spread out. Like one maybe in December, and like the other one maybe December, January, and the other one maybe April, May. I think you would see better quality content. I do think there would still be content droughts, but I feel like that's pretty common for every single game that's live action that isn't maybe Fortnite. All I have to say, I mean, you think of where you're working at now and you lose a sixth of your workforce. I mean, I work with 600 people. We lose a sixth of our workforce, like, we're hurting pretty bad. It's, so. it's Yeah, it's quite a bit, man. It's no no slouch. So, I'm not, once again, I'm not trying to make excuses for Bungie, but it's definitely, I think, what they need to do. And I think as a community, we need to communicate, like, hey, like, don't give us more content. Just give us better better quality content that's maybe that we can spread out as a community. Like, if we would get, like, even a raid layer or a raid, I mean, there's a lot that the PvE community can do with that with raid carries and stuff instead of literally running Garden for a full year. And I feel like the value... The time work and man hours that was put into the two seasons, we could have gotten a fairly good DLC, in my opinion. Because mm-hmm. both the seasons have been fairly good. Like I'm not like gonna say like they're super crazy, but like last season I was pretty pleased with. Uh, was there some issues? Obviously, yes. Um, I mean, so far this season, like feel like there's some quality of life changes I like. There hasn't been necessarily the content quite there yet, but mm-hmm. we're literally in week two. So I'm still kind of holding off on my <coughs> final thoughts of this season, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think next week is just another bunker, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think this season's going to have... Less, like, unique content than last season. Just, like, storyline-wise. Um, I don't see us getting another, like, story mission this season. Maybe at the end. Maybe at the end we will get one. They'll, like, go into the next season. But other than that... I think we'll get one or two more. Yeah. So... I hope opinion. I hope they have a surprise for us like they did with that uh that puzzle last season or something yeah. something cool like that. But yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know, it's not looking good. Well that's what the issue with <laughs> it's that love hate relationship with their roadmap system that they have because we see the roadmap and there really isn't a whole lot of information on that roadmap. Last season, they threw out too much information on the roadmap, <laughs> and then we knew everything that was coming, so it's just yeah. kind of like... Bungie uh, developers are probably thinking, like, what do we, like, what do, we do? Like, we yeah. can't, like, we win. Like, we gave out too much information on the roadmap, and then everybody's like, oh, we know too much. And now it's just kind of like, <laughs> oh, like, we don't give show them anything, and it's just like, well, like, where's the content, guys? Like, what, what, right. what are we going to do? right. So, as I said, I, I not making any excuses, but we're in the second week of this season. Um, I would obviously prefer all the content at once, like the DLC mode style. Yeah. I think that's probably the smartest route, and I hope they go back to that after yeah. the next expansion drops, but... Hopefully we do still we see some things mm-hmm. kind of are exciting, but yeah, yeah. obviously. Uh, I think we're just gonna see like one new thing a week, and either you finish that thing in that week or a day, and then that's it for that week, and then yep. you just wait for the next thing next week. Yep. And it's kind of boring. It is. Yeah. 
So that's why I think it would be smarter for them. You got to sit there and you're looking, okay, we lost probably a sixth of our studio, if not more. And it's not like they can go out and, like, I mean, it's a business. So, like, they have, obviously, like, budgets they have to hit because if you don't hit your budgets and go over, well, eventually you go in the red and you can go out of business. So they can't just go out there and be like, okay, we're going to hire 200 employees. Mm-hmm be absolutely awesome if they could and they could give us the type of content we saw after forsaken so that was probably one of the best years all around from destiny yeah i think if you're bored with destiny right now don't come back and uh just wait for the next year because i think next year they're gonna revamp their core activities as they said yeah, I do think so too. I, I think don't think we're, we're gonna get it next season either. Like they won't revamp it next season either. It'll be, it'll be next, quote unquote year. But yeah, we'll see. Question for you: Do you think we'll see if they would come out with Destiny three? Do you think you see it on PC? Uh, I'm gonna say yes because they already opened that can of worms and they have to do it now. I think they have to. I think they have to do it. Because I do think they're right now one of their biggest issues from season to season is optimizing. Yeah, but that's not an issue with only PC. That's an issue with like the consoles as well. Like clearly, it's more apparent on PC, but people have been having issues. Like that. they are, but I would think having one less platform would make. And I really hope. I don't think we. <clears throat> I think they will release Destiny Three. PC. Um, I think we got another year or two of two still, honestly. Probably. Probably. The way they've been talking about it. Yeah, definitely. I think they want to plan for a year after next-gen consoles release. Yeah. Then they don't have to worry about making content for what would be current-gen. All right, let's end it there. Uh, Sully, where can the people find you? You can find me on Twitch, Mixer, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Sully underscore underscore games. And you can find me, your host, Thomas, on Twitter, CSG Thomas on Twitter. You can also email me, Thomas at Charshot.com. For audio, video, written content, please visit Charshot.com. Uh, check us out on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Please leave a review. Five stars is the best. But read your review on the air if it's five stars. Uh, <laughs> not one star. Um, if it's one star, I'm gonna come to your house and uh, give you a stern warning. Uh, <laughs> oh wow! Now you're gonna rate it a one star so you can see me. <laughs> I don't think anybody wants to see you, Kane. <laughs> okay, that's it. Until next time, eyes down, guard. <laughs>